Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys. Tonight I'm hanging out with Colin Bernier. What's, What's up, that? dude? How you doing? Good. You? Good. Good. We got a little uh, background talking in today, so we're kind of <laughs> we're kind of already into it. Uh, Thomas, uh, Thomas has will COVID. be with us on Tuesdays, but uh, maybe has COVID. He's not feeling well today. He's decided to. Uh, rest the old vocal cords uh but he's listed as direct day-to-day. quote yeah direct quote from thomas rest the old vocal cords he's listed as day-to-day but uh we expect him to be back for thursday's pod so we'll keep you uh, up to date on thomas he's got a cue next to his name right yes right he's now. currently got a cue we haven't put him on ir yet because that's gonna mandatory out for four weeks just like the nfl so we'll see uh how his recovery goes. Um, checking into uh, some lead stories from around our league this week. I really only had one that I could find. I don't know. You might have another one off the top of your head, but the one I am thinking of is uh, Dylan. Uh, his undefeated reign was toppled this week by Lucas. And Jeffrey Dahmer. The, yes. He Jeffrey Dahmered him. So Dylan, uh, hopefully you can recover from that. Jeffrey Dahmering as well. But uh, Dylan, he did put it in his horns. name. Yeah, Lucas called it. But uh, we're still Team Dylan around here, even yep. though he's he's got a loss on the record. That's okay. That's okay. A couple uh, other highlights from the week: the top scoring matchup, myself and Colin. We had three hundred nine point five four points. Between the two of us, uh, although it was pretty lopsided, Colin beat me pretty good. So most of that's from him. The uh, best individual performance, Shuey, a pretty another unexpected performance from Shuey. That was going to be my highlight of the week. Okay, I remember talking about him a couple times ago, and he was down and out. Look at him now. Well, he was down and out, and then he had a huge week, and then he kind of had a low week, and this week he had a big week again. So it's kind of the uh what would you say the other day peaks and valleys maybe yep. he should be the rock highs and lows, highs yeah. and lows. <laughs> i should yeah rename rocky mountain medium Shuey had a uh stellar performance of 175.2.72 this week so that's that's really good for Shuey. uh the worst performance of the week was tom roth with 108.68 so come on rothy boy Let's look at uh, the top players of the week here. Should have this pulled up already, but I don't. So this week's top play this. Okay. (laughs) Normally it's pretty predictable. You're going to have like most of the same guys up at the top for like the top scores of the week. But I have to say this week, Pretty weird with these top scorers. Colin, are you looking at them? Yeah, I just put them up. All Cooper right. Cup. Is it Cooper Cup? How much did he have? Uh, go to go to the last week. <laughs> that's projections. Dude, this the top scorer for our league this week. Hawkinson. TJ what? Hawkinson, Detroit's tight end. This is Matt was actually talking about him. Uh Currently, nobody has him. He's he's available to be claimed right now on waivers. 
He had 41.9 points. That is insane. Insane. I think that Jared Goff. Jared Goff, quarterback. Yep, that had to go. That That had to play in Shuey's score. Right, that played in the Shuey's score. I believe this was a a record week for a tight end uh, in the NFL. So, yeah, that's that's crazy. Pretty crazy. I'm sure he'll get scooped up on waivers this week. Uh, The second best score of the week with 40.3 points was Josh Jacobs, uh, Vegas's running back. And Matt has him on his team. So, hell yeah, Matt. Great week for him. The third highest this week was Jared Goff, 39.32 points. The fourth highest, the guy Jared Goff was playing against, Geno Smith with 36.9 points. That's a crazy top four right there. Is it, it is. Geno Smith, I don't think anyone has him. Nobody has Geno Smith. He's he's currently available. And I, I'm pretty sure Shuey picked up Goff just free hours before. Yeah. Yeah. What a pickup. What a pickup. Very smart by Shuey. Very smart by Shuey. Um, yeah. Austin Eckler had uh, the Came fifth alive, highest. Finally. Fifth highest, uh, 35 points. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if he scored a touchdown before that game. I don't think he did. And then your guy, Miles Sanders, 35 points. Woo. 35.3 points. Alive. That's really good. 49ers defense, Matt's defense, 35 points. Hell yeah. And then Rashad Penny. He's got the ability to, to put up big games like this, but I just don't expect to see his name up there that often. But, like, yeah, he's a hell of a player. 34 points. Lucas has him on his team. And then Justin Jefferson sneaks in there, 33 points. Damian Harris, 32 points. Mike Evans, 32 points. Jamal Williams, 31 points. And to round out the 30-plus club for the week, Tom Brady. There he Matt is. Had, Matt had a bunch of guys up in the top, you know, 30, that cracked 30 points this week. So it's pretty impressive. A bunch of fucking randoms up there. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Pretty crazy. But, uh, yeah, so there's some highlight performers of the week. Let's jump into the box scores. We'll take a look. Uh, Colin, you can click the scoreboard tab if you're following along. Let's just take a look at ours to start. You might have to go back to week four. Uh, Colin beat me 174 to 135. He had, uh, Miles Sanders, Russell Wilson, Cooper cup were his top three performers. Miles Sanders down in your flex had that huge game. That's, that was pretty good for Massive. him. Especially because, um, Williams got like mid game. Yes. Javante Williams going down for you. That was forever. Mm-hmm gone bad yeah he's gone for the season gotta move on i know how it feels i don't know if I you know. remember this That's or not but quarterback uh, quarterback trey lance actually <laughs> went down yeah. earlier in the season thank so. god because your quarterback got three points <laughs> yes i started marcus marietta and he was fucking terrible um justin jefferson london boy good game london boy finally came out of his show a little bit i changed my name to boom or Bustin jefferson 
and uh so this week he boomed that's why he got that added to the name he was my top performer philly's defense another top performer for me with 29 points and then leonard Fournette, my third top performer with only 18 points that sucks but it is what it is he can be on the bench Higby on the bench. Yeah. Could have used him. Could have used him in there with that 17 points. Yeah. My team, not good this week. Tony Pollard, two points. I mean, not Five bad. Five. 135. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a terrible week, but just not what you want to see. And not especially not when you're going against a juggernaut. Like Colin here. <laughs> right. I mean... You had Javante Williams with 4.7 points and Rashad Bateman with 4.7 points. And then your kicker had five points. Everyone else on your team had 20 or more points. Went off. It's just one of those games. It's just one of those games. But you have. I mean, finally, like Denver was scoring some points. You got the roster that, that can do that from week to week. So, yeah, I mean, hell of a week. I need to do a lot better than. Then 135. But uh, uh, let's take a look at the next matchup. Ungi versus Thomas. Ungi outscored Thomas 148 to 127. His top performers of the week, Mike Evans, Nick Chubb, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Thomas's top performers, Austin Eckler, Debo Samuel, and Zeke Elliott. I definitely think Chubb's elite. We can say yes, it. he's elite. He's and we kind of made fun of Ungi for that. We did. We and or I did. You know, I'm eating that humble pie right now. Ungi, yeah. I mean, Nick Chubb is the number one fantasy running back, and this we're in a PPR league. That just speaks for itself. I mean, that's pretty impressive. He's having a hell of a season. How many how many passes has he caught? Like less than ten, probably. And he's, yeah, still, not many. he's still the number one fantasy running back. That's crazy. So big week for him. Stafford just can't get it going. No. It's a little bit surprising, dude. How can he not get it going with Cooper Cup? I mean, I know he throws interceptions, so that's negative points, but I just don't get it. Like, what's his deal? I don't know. I'm like watching. He just looks not good. It's not he's maybe he's washed up. Debo, I mean, positive news for Thomas. Debo did go off. He looked had a good game. Yeah, they're sort of getting back with Jimmy G. They're getting back to like last year's formula on offense, and that's going to be Debo Samuel money time. Didn't Pat Patterson get hurt? Yes. Somehow <laughs> I don't. He was having like a decent game. Uh. He sneakily came out like some point in the second half. And I heard we, me and Blake mentioned on yesterday's podcast that he had some sort of procedure and it was um, something in his knee. And he's now on IR for the team. So that's mandatory four weeks out. So that's kind of a bummer for Thomas's team because he was a big point scorer. And yet again, Thomas missed uh, with his flexes. He benched DK Metcalf, who had 23 points. 
I still got to listen to you and Blake's pod. Didn't catch it. No. I got to turn on 35 minutes. I got to turn on the notifications. Dude, what? You don't have your notifications on? No. Wow. You are. I'll turn them on. I got a new phone, dude. If you are listening to this and you do not have your notifications on for our new podcast, that is insulting. Go right now. Turn your notifications. Turn them on. Follow. I just did it. If you're on a uh, like uh, and subscribe. If you're listening uh, on a place that you're able to comment, leave comments like Apple Podcasts, do it. Like, subscribe, give us five stars. All of it. It's so such a little thing for you guys, but it means the world to us over here at Hanging Out Fantasy. I'll tell you what, means the world to us. Okay, so. Just had to get that little plug in. It showed up organically. Great job to Colin splicing it in there. Um, where, where were we? You know? Uh, okay. Getting back into it. Ungi's team. Yeah. His bench. I'm on Ross. Like when I'm on Ross St. Brown comes back, DeAndre Hopkins comes in. Ungi's going to be pretty good. He's already racking up the wins. Um, all right, let's check out another one. Another big performance, Tyler versus Tom Roth. Tyler had 163, Tom Roth with the 108. Not a great not a great week for Tom Roth. His his big players kind of performed. Kyler Murray, Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen. Everyone else, not so good. Robert Woods on his bench finally had 13 points. Isaiah McKenzie on the bench, 12 points. Yeah, he could be more relevant in the Bills offense, so that might be someone to keep an eye on down there, Tom. Great week for Tyler. Great. He didn't really have any does. Devontae Smith. Devontae yeah, he Smith. He went off last week, so imagine he, you know. He also got hurt and came out for a little bit of this game. I mentioned that to Tyler at the bar and he got highly upset with me for telling him something negative. It's just like, it's just like, Oh wow. I noticed Devonta Smith and I knew that that was Tyler's guy. And so I mentioned it to him and he got upset with me. So yeah. Fuck me for mentioning anything about him. <laughs> but uh, Travis Kelsey, 24 points. That's pretty good. That's what I was a beast. Him. Yeah, he is a beast. Jamal Williams with uh, with Swift out in Detroit. Jamal Williams is just going to eat thirty-one points. Like, I would, yeah, I would, good point. Yeah, I would expect. Ceedee Lamb's finally playing good, and Ceedee Lamb mean, got him twenty plus points. That's good. I think he played good last week too. What do you think when Dak comes back? You think they're going to look better, or is it something to do with Cooper Rush? I haven't really watched many of their games, but I mean, I would assume it would help. Ooh, and Tyler picked <laughs> Tyler has Jimmy Garoppolo on his bench, and now he has the Sean Watson, the Sean Watson on his bench also, and he's got Justin Herbert starting, so he's got three quarterbacks on his bench. Or on he his beat team. me with Garoppolo, I'm pretty sure. That's crazy. I mean, I should start. So he, he's awaiting the returns. Points. He said he's waiting the return. Up. Smart. 
You might have to ask Matt if you can trade names with him. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, good week for Tyler, bad week for Tom. Moving on. Shuey versus Blake. Another stellar week from Shuey, the 175. Blake, a subpar uh, week for Blake with 122. I mean, not not a terrible performance, just like subpar for him. And obviously, he went against a, a huge week from Shuey, so not much he could do there. Seems like he just had a bunch of like average. Yeah. Josh score. Allen like everyone... had 24 points, and normally Josh Allen's been getting him more than that. And something exciting for Blake, J.K. Dobbins had 23 points. That is going to be big for Blake if he can continue to put up points like oh, that. I didn't notice that, yeah. Especially with Swift being out. Blake, I think uh, your Greg Dorch experiment is over, dude. I don't think he's going to be relevant for Arizona much longer. But, yeah. I think Shuey's got a promising guy on his bench, Pickens. He finally seems to be getting some targets. Yeah, George Pickens. Mm -hmm. Especially with Pickett getting in there. They're talking about they had yep. a lot more reps in the offseason together, and that's hopefully going to show itself, you know, in games. Hopefully not against the Browns, but against everybody else, maybe. Shuey had uh, Jared Goff this week, 39 points, one of the best scores of the week. And a late pickup, like you said. That late pickup. He also had Damian Harris, another one of the top scorers of the week. And Tyree Kill. Put up 28 points like normal. Mike Williams with Keenan Allen out. Mike Williams is like, he's solid. He'll do this for you every week that Keenan Allen's out. 21 points. Cortland Deion- Sutton got going a little. Cortland Sutton did for Blake 16 points. Yeah, I mean, I would take that out of him every week. Hell yeah. Shuey, he's got Deontay Johnson. He started him. He only had 4.4 points. And then Pickens, Pittsburgh's other receiver, on the bench, 18 points. That's going to be, Shuey, that's going to be tough to decide between those two each week because I kind of feel like if one does well, the other one's probably not going to do as well just because they don't have – until their quarterback really steps it up and can – Get that pass. Did they switch him out? Did, nothing happened, right? They just changed quarterback. They pulled Trubisky in the middle of the game, put Pickett in. Pretty crazy. He's Probably got Lave in there. Shuey's got Lave in there in the flex, and I think that's a great, great guy to have on your roster right now. He's trending up for sure. Definitely. I, I'm surprised. I was watching that game a little bit. I'm surprised he only had 16 points. Seems like they were going to him a lot. Mm hmm. Yeah, they target him a lot, which I think is, like, telling. Imagine if he maybe caught a couple more of those or broke a tackle. Right. It's just – I just love watching that. It's like you just keep right. seeing your guy, like when you watch Cooper Cup or something. Yeah, dude, they throw it to Cooper Cup every fucking play. <laughs> I know, it's awesome. It is so annoying to watch that when you got Cooper Cup on the opposing team. All right, uh, moving to the next matchup. Ooh, we're checking out Dylan's first loss. He had 110. Not a great score for Dylan. Lucas had a good week, 144. 
Joe Burrow had a good week, 24 points. Derrick Henry, 28 points. Rashad Penny, one of the top scorers of the of the week, 34 points. That game was a shootout. Yeah. Who would have thought? Detroit versus Seattle. Highest scoring game of the year. Yeah, crazy. And then uh, Lucas, you know, Mark Andrews didn't have a great week. James Robinson didn't have a great week, but didn't matter. Yeah, he's kind of like the opposite of, like, Blake. He just had a bunch of guys go off. Yep. And then, like, some bad scores, but that's good. Hey. Not a ton of points left on his bench there. Yeah, good week for Lucas. Dylan, uh, top scorer, Jalen Hurts. And Packers defense, Jalen Hurts had – oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jalen Hurts had 16 points. Packers defense had 20 points. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, that's who, 19. Yeah, oh, DJ Moore finally had double-digit points with 12. That's. I felt the same about him as I did Olave. Like, when I was watching it, I felt like kept going to him. But Baker just sucks. They're already talking about when Sam Darnold's going to be ready to come back. Oh, really? Yeah. Ouch. Not a good situation. (laughs) Thank God, dude. I was kind of on the fence about that. Baker's not good. Like seeing him in a in a worse situation than he was in in Cleveland just shows how not good he really was. Uh, Dylan, Dylan always is leaving points on the bench. Whether he yeah, he's got a lot it. of points on the bench down there. Right. All he's deep. His, his two tight ends, Zach Ertz and Pat Fryermuth down there. Jahan Dotson, who got hurt. Still had a pretty good game, 13 points. Yep. Derrick Henry for Lucas. It's about time for Derrick Henry. Yep. All right, let's take a look at the last matchup of the week. Matt pulled out a big victory against Mike. Mike had 122. Matt with a big score, 150. The story of the week for Matt, Josh Jacobs, and then the defense, the 49ers defense, 35 points. Crazy. Pretty good. Pretty good, Matt. I, I thought it was interesting he started that Matt Collins guy. Started Matt Collins. He only had six points. But to, it's nice that he has Tom Brady down there. I mean, he finally. Yeah, for sure. And Tom Brady's starting to – they had a nice game where they were just throwing the ball the whole night. He had 30 points. So I saw how Mike switched um, defenses. I thought that was smart and it worked out. Because remember, yeah. it was that Lamar Bills thing. You're right. And, he, and, and the Giants the Bills, did good. Yeah. The Giants that he replaced, uh, that he put in there as a starter at 26 points. But yeah, we were kind of right. Move. The Bills defense kind of wore Lamar down a little bit. Yep. That was a great, points. that was a crazy game. Oh, also, we got we to talk about this. Jonathan Taylor came out of the game for Indianapolis, and obviously that's a big part of Mike's team. Ended up with 4.8 points, so that's not good. What's his status? Um, he is – they said he is day-to-day. They play on Thursday against Denver. Oh, that's a quick turnaround. I. It sounds like they're going to try to let him play. I guess we'll just see what happens this week when practice and everything. 
Another thing for Mike, he left a big zero on the board with Marvin Jones Jr. And I'm almost positive, Mike, I told you to take him out of the lineup uh, last week. They only threw it to him once, too. That's a bad sign. Yeah. And obviously he didn't catch it because he had zero points. <laughs> That's not a good sign. But, uh, yeah, that, that'll happen. So, big week for, for Matt. Good job, Matt. Young Hoku, great week for Matt. 12 points. Yeah, that was a fresh pickup, wasn't it? Big pickup for Matt. We hate to see it, though. <laughs> yeah, against that was just depressing, but <laughs> oh, all right. Mike, so... Mike should feel confident with those defenses because I mean I feel like uh, buff for like Buffalo. That, yeah, but what's he going to keep? He's going to keep matchup. two defenses on his roster. No, I don't know. What's he... hey, look yeah, at? Okay, yeah. I'm just saying. This is just me. I don't know though. He's got two defenses on his roster, two... and he's got two wide receivers on his roster that just got zero points this week. What the hell? I can't. You're wasting a roster spot somewhere down there. I would not be keeping the Giants. I mean, I understand why he replaced them because he's going against his quarterback, and you're you're know. betting on your quarterback to go big. Yeah, dude. But I think defenses are scoring. But I guess if you have the Bills, yeah, no, they're scoring a lot for sure. And obviously, in this case, he picked a defense that scored more than the Bills, and he plugged them in. And it worked out for him. But I'm just saying, like, you can start four wide receivers in theory. And you can only start one defense. And he has yeah. a really good defense on his team. That I mean, on a bye week or on a week like this where you're betting on your quarterback to beat up on that defense, then sure, don't play him and play someone else like Mike did. But, like, I think in general, carrying two defenses is just, like, and especially if you have one that you're so confident in, like the Bills. Like, he's not yeah. going to ever drop the Bills. I think I'm scarred because my defense got negative. <laughs> yeah, that's scarred. So it's like you kind of want to have someone, but I get – yeah, definitely. Yeah. With the Bills. And yeah. you could probably always pick up someone that's going to get eight, nine, ten points. I think just Mike's situation specifically with him having the Bills, I wouldn't ca- – I would not continue carrying the Giants. You got to pick up another wide receiver. Something. but i don't know that's just me and i'm not doing very good so so don't take my see what he does yeah um yeah all right so that's the uh that's the last matchup and let's take a look at the ranks and the records for everybody after this week in first place, show me them TDs. Ungi, three and one. Wow. Nice. Right behind him, also three and one. Dylan. And then some would, some would say, like, maybe uh, a shocking third place, three and one, massage and Watson. There you go, Hootie. So there's yeah. your top three. Oh yeah, Matt. All three and one. They have a winning record right now. Good for you guys. Now getting into the two and two teams. At the top of the two and two teams, Colin. Then Tyler. Those are four and five. Mike, Tyler did beat me. 
Tyler did beat you, but you still got him. I think that's just based on total points, probably. Um, although that head-to-head will come in if you guys were – if there was a tiebreaker needed, I think. Uh, Mike is at six, two and two. Shuey's at seven, two and two. Lucas is at eight, two and two. And I'm the last uh, – I'm the lowest ranked two and two team at nine. So big chunk of the league is at two and two right now. Obviously, you know, we're only in week four, so that makes sense. Uh, Then our last three are Blake at one and three. And he says that he's the best one and three team out there at this point. I was going to say, I I was kind of surprised. That's the most surprising one and three for sure. Yeah, we can get into like what uh, his points for and against look like. But yeah, I think that's that's a big surprise in my opinion too, and I would think I think I concur that he is probably the best one and three team out of these three. Thomas is ranked eleventh, and Tom Roth is ranked twelve. So that concludes the rankings and the records for everybody. Let's take a peek at just like the points for and points against. So. Colin has the most points for currently. He has 610 points on the season. Blake is right behind him. So the best one in three team, I think that's the truth. He has 602 points. So yeah, right I remember I, the fir- I think it was the first game I when I played him and I my team just went off, but he yeah, he's he's played some difficult teams. Some teams that basically just had their best weeks of the season so far. Um, Ungi has 578 points, so he's behind Blake. Then Dylan, then Tyler, then Mike, then Shuey, then Matt, then Lucas, myself, Thomas, and Tom Roth. So... Yeah, there's a couple outliers in there. For the most part, uh, the higher-ranked people scored more. The lower-ranked people have scored less. The only two outliers I can really see are Matt and Blake at this point. So that's a little interesting. There, there was some big moves in the projections. Oh, really? I haven't. I will take a peek at those in a second. Uh, the points against. Currently, how do we want to look at this? So currently, Dylan has the least points against. He has only 458 points scored against him. Um, Thomas has 469 points scored against him. He has the second least number. So that's not really good for, for Thomas there. One of the... Least yeah. points for and one of the least points against, and he's still one and three. So that's not great. Um, Mike has the third fewest points against, 489. Then Lucas, then Shuey, then Ungi, then myself, then Matt, then Tyler, then Tom, then Colin, and then Blake. So... 
Blake has a 636 points scored against him. Colin has 604 points scored against him. So both of you guys have so many points scored against you, and yet you guys still have the most points for. So that's yeah. why these stats are kind of crazy. Because I mean, there's some in there where it's not that many scored against, but it wouldn't matter because they're you know right. their team. Obviously, if you were just taking. Or you got Blake, you know, who's the opposite. If you're taking like the week to week, you know, games out of it, Blake should be in second place, clearly. Yep. Because he has the second most points on the season. But that's what happens when you play an opponent each week. You know, they could they could have the best week against you. And that's that sucks for you. Who do, who but beat it's Zach? Striking. Uh, let me see. I think we can see these. Dylan beat Zach 140 to 129 in week three. Okay. And now I wonder if that's why he's – or how, how does the, the rankings go? Is that why he's ranked I above I think that Dylan the, now? Does, does Dylan have more points for? Let me see. Oh, no. Ungi has more points for, and he beat Dylan. Oh, no. Dylan beat Ungi head-to-head, but Ungi okay. has more points for, so he is currently I gotcha. ahead of him because they have the same record. So, yeah, okay, let's take a look at our pod picks. Last week, Matt got four out of six correct. Um, that's Thomas, good. That's is that the good. best? I think someone's got five before. Okay. At the end of the year, I'll have to go through. Uh, Thomas and Colin both got three, and I got two. Correct. It's crazy how hard it is. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I got three actually. Three. So we all got three. Yep. Except Matt. Up. So Matt really won the week. All right. Um. Matt. Yeah. Shout out for shoot shout out to Shuey. He beat Blake and everybody picked Blake. So Shuey's wow. shown it to all of us. Did anyone pick Matt? Did anyone pick Matt? Yes. Matt, you and me all picked Matt. Thomas picked Mike. We were expecting it. You know, we we uh, big brained that one and we got it right. So I got my myself wrong. I picked Ungi and Tyler correctly and Matt correctly, and I picked Blake and Dylan. You picked yourself correctly, Tyler correctly, and Matt correctly, but you picked Thomas, Blake, and Dylan. Thomas picked Colin, Ungi, and Tyler correctly, but he picked Blake, Dylan, and Mike. And then Matt got Colin, Tyler, Luke, and Matt correct but he picked Thomas and Blake incorrectly. So there we go for that. All right, let's check out the waiver order. So Tom Roth has the first pick in waivers, then Tom, Regula, then Blake, then me, then Lucas, then Shuey, then Mike, Tyler, Colin, Matt, Dylan, and Ungi. 
So get those claims in before the end of the night and they will be processed Wednesday morning. If anyone wants Williams, I just dropped him. What? Javante Williams is available? <laughs> yeah. He's, you can put him on. Yeah, if you need to fill your IR spot. Tom, I think you should. Thomas Regular, I think maybe you uh, maybe pick him up. Toss him on your IR. See what happens. Okay. Uh, do you want to check out, like, the best players through the season so far? Sure. All right. Um Okay, the best player so far through four weeks is Lamar Jackson. Even though he didn't have a great week this week, still doing pretty fucking good. 141 points total. Right behind him, Josh Allen, 128 points. Then Jalen Hurts, 115. Cooper Cup, 111. Patrick Mahomes, 106. Nick Chubb, 102. That's the highest running back. Cooper Cup was the highest receiver. Uh, behind Nick Chubb, Stephon Diggs, 101. And then this is a shocker. Jared Goff, 100 points on the season. A lot of that came this week, but still. Yeah. I, I would be curious, like, what his previous games were. Because, I mean, he what do you have, like, 30? He had 39 points last week. He's averaging 25 per game on the season. Damn. Good pickup for Shuey. Hell Yeah. Right behind him, Saquon Barkley, your guy, 99.9 points. Need him. Yeah, he's a big component for your team. Right behind him, Tyreek Hill, 96 points. Then Justin Herbert, 94 points. Then Kyler Murray, 90 points. Then the Eagles' defense, 90 points. Wow. Wow, that's surprising. Uh, then Joe Burrow, 89 points. Justin Jefferson, 89 points. 49ers defense, 87 points. Geno Smith, 85 points. That's pretty surprising. Christian McCaffrey, 83 points. He's still playing. So that's impressive for Christian McCaffrey. Um, Jalen Waddle right behind him, 83 points. Jamal Williams right behind him, 83 points. Buffalo defense, 83 points. I think some interesting ones on there are Eckler and Kelsey that are, I mean, they're up there in the 80s. What do they have, 80 and 81? Yep, they're right behind Bill's defense is Carson Wentz with 82. And then we get to Austin Eckler, 81. Travis Kelsey, 80. I feel like. I would have to look, but I feel like Kelsey's been consistent and Eckler is just starting to go off. I think those guys are going to see. Yeah, that is a little bit surprising. Travis Kelsey must not have been. He, he had to have like a bad game or something. Yeah, he must have had one down game. He has 24 points last week and he's averaging 20 points on the season. So, yep. There's your top performers for the season so far. Pretty interesting. Hopefully you got some of those guys on your team. Do you, do you think Lamar will lose that number one spot at some point in the season? Uh, dude, I think it's going to be tough. Because, I, I mean, what do you have last game? Here. 14 points. Right, and that's like 
filthy and he's still like winning. He's still battle. He has 13 points more than uh, Josh Allen on the season so far. Right, and I just I see that as like the worst game that he could have. Probably, or like you know, pretty close to it. I, I'm not sure if he will. I mean, it's, I just feel like even like a me just because he runs so much. If he doesn't get hurt, yeah, like he's gonna be in the twenty. You would think that he would not do worse than like twenty points. Yeah, I don't know. I think Lamar's kind of got it locked up for the foreseeable future. But Josh Allen can have just as big a games, so maybe at some point he'll take him over. But Yeah. I feel like he's going to be super pretty consistent too. Same thing. Yes. Yeah, very. I'm surprised the Eagles' defense is the top-ranked defense right now. That surprised well, me. Well, they just 29 – points last week i think yeah they were third the third highest ranked defense before this weekend and now they're the highest ranked defense so they may be the brightest spot on my Let's whole team yeah thanks free agency right yep just got them last week plugged them in plug and play Sweet. hell yeah all right um that about wraps it up Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to get in there? Brown suck. Yeah, yeah. Losing to Atlanta just is just just sad. Just I think Trubisky or <laughs> Trubisky Brissett is doing what he can. Yeah, I think he's doing what like, he can. I think I think that the last the defense week, is so depressing. It's depressing. I but I think what last week really showed me is how important Miles Garrett is to our defense. Fact, yeah. Like if there's even no in, pressure like that. Oh, dude! Even in the run game, like they they got to account for him in the run game still, even though they weren't throwing the ball a lot. I think he just is such a huge part of our defense, and it just sucks that he's he's out. He's out. And I, I mean, that's crazy how that happens. But I mean, I like even watching like the Steelers game when what's his name was out. Watt. Yeah. It's like one guy. Can make it. make a huge difference. Well, it's because like literally they got to put two guys on, right? You got to double change the him whole or run away yeah. from him, or run away from him, or scheme it where you're not blocking him. Well, that's dangerous, but you know you can run plays like that. So he's he's going to be good to go, right? I haven't heard anything else. I haven't heard positive or negative. I'm a, I just yeah, kind is. of assumed he was going to be good. Me too. I thought he I might was, play. I thought he might play this week. I was a little surprised when he didn't, but, you know, I mean, I don't blame him, obviously. And it just is one of those things, but I kind of assumed he would be getting back in this coming week. Who, who do we play this week? Um, Chargers, maybe? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, L.A. Chargers. That'd be interesting. We need him. They're coming to Cleveland. So, yeah, hopefully we can get him you back. You got Herbert up, up on that top score list. So he must be. Yeah, did we I need haven't him. watched them at all. But we're going to need. And Eckler just came off a big game. We need our defense to be at 100% in order to compete in this game. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Our MVP, Nick Chubb, hopefully he continues to just ball out and dominate people. 
What's the Chargers record? Do you know by chance? Let me see. The Chargers are two and two. Okay. Yeah, because they lost to I know they lost to the Chiefs. Remember that game? It was close. Yeah. Up to the end. Then I mean, I, the Chargers are good. They might have beat got smoked by the Jack by Jacksonville, I think. But they're I think they're pretty solid. They're one of those teams on paper that are good. Right. And it seems like they're fine. Right. Yeah, hopefully they can come online. Start to figure maybe they can plug the charger in, get some juice. (laughs) 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 Oh man. Without Thomas on here, someone's got to make the dumb jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. COVID boy. Uh, Speaking of Thomas, all well wishes. We hope Thomas gets well soon. Get those vocal cords back. Drink that green tea, Thomas. Uh, Yeah. Tom, are you sick or was it the partying weekend? Let's be honest. Oh, you, Thomas might be a little hungover. Rumor has it. You're not as young as you used to be, dude. But any other thoughts? No thoughts. Fancy Thomas otherwise? Nope. I think we're good. That was a good week. A couple interesting switch-ups. That was a good Um, week for for Colin. Big uh, change in the projections. You know, some some people. Oh, yeah. Let's look at the final. Let's talk about that. Sure, let's let's take a look at him. Wow, Tyler. Massive big, move. Big jump from number eight projected to number one projected. Yeah, he's been scoring. His team's looking Holy good. Holy shit. Smoked me. Uh, Mike, I think this is the first time Mike moved down from number one to number two projected. This has got to be this has got to be a mistake. Tom Roth projected two. It's crazy. They moved down to projected three. But Tom Roth's team, who just put up less than 100 points and 108 points, that's, come on. And it has me all the way down at 12. Come on. (laughs) Well. This is some. Zach made a big jump. Zach jumped from projected 12 to projected five. This is seven That is a big jump. Luke's I've, Luke's working his way up. Lucas from projected ten bumped to projected eight. Matt from projected eleven bumped to projected nine. Uh, Dylan projected six dropped to projected ten. Okay, interesting. Uh, Thomas dropped from projected nine to projected eleven. Seems about right. Blake dropped from projected three to projected six, and you are staying right at projected four. Shuey's staying right at projected seven. Yeah, pretty consistent on those two. But I, I thought it was weird. Like, Tom didn't – I don't know. I just was expecting a bigger drop for him. I just – okay, if we compare my team and Tom's Tom Ross' team, does it really so. look like I'm projected to finish last? In the, I don't – I just don't understand. And – I mean, maybe I, do, Tyler's jump makes sense to me, but there's some, you know. Maybe it's just, it's doing like advanced math where it's projecting the entire year. It has to be, and then like subtracting my points from my opponent's points. But that, I find it hard to believe that I'm not projected to beat like any more people all season. 
That's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom Roth is still, okay. I don't think too much about it. Maybe Tom's a big uh, analytics guy, you know? He drafted based off the computer. Computer loves him. You can't see me. Nobody can see me right now, but Colin, I'm shaking my head. My eyes That's are rolling. Amazing. Yeah. I'm not having it. This is some bullshit. Hey, computer sees something we don't. I need it. I don't understand. What What do I need to do? Maybe I get a quarterback, maybe, and then I'll come up from 12 to something else. You should drop everyone and just rebuild. I need some players. <laughs> just <laughs> drop oh, your whole just team. Just my entire team. The waivers are going to be nuts. Jesus. Oh, that reminds me, actually. Let's look at this thing. Uh, there's an undroppables list. I don't know if you guys. Oh, yeah, that dude, that I saw that. It won't let me drop Cooper Cup. Not that I would, but I just thought it was weird. Yeah. So the reason we started talking about it is because Colin was planning to drop Cooper Cup. And for some reason, it says you can't drop Cooper Cup. And then we started. Nick, realize... Nick off pod gave me a thousand dollars to drop him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, ESPN has this thing ESPN fantasy football undroppables. And I'm going to read the description here from what it says. The following players are quote undroppable according to ESPN rules, regulating fair play and competition. This list is subject subject to change at any time for reasons such as injuries, trades, etc. All standard ESPN leagues are subject to restrictions of this list while customized leagues have the option not to employ it. So I don't understand why they feel the need to do this. And I guess the reason I don't fully understand is because when I look at this list, it doesn't. It's not all stuff. Like, even if like, what if I wanted to be an idiot? Like, I don't. So the list, let's just, there's, it contains four different sections quarterback running back receiver and tight end there's two quarterbacks Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen's Josh Josh Allen two uh three running backs Dalvin Cook Jonathan Taylor Alvin Kumara four receivers Cooper Cup Devontae Adams Stephon Diggs Tyreek Hill they all make sense to me I think and then tight end Travis Kelsey he makes sense to me you can't drop Kamara it doesn't make sense. Not that you, I mean, I guess, but right. If you want, I to. think maybe you would consider dropping him. I mean, he just didn't play last week and he's been doing subpar the whole season. I don't see how you could. Why Even, does he? Ask, I don't care. I think it's dumb. It's like, if you want to drop a really good player, drop him. Right. I guess my point is like, why does ESPN think that it's collusion? Yeah. Somehow unfair or. It ruins the competition if someone's able to drop Alvin Kamara. So was this list just mean like you can't accidentally drop these guys? If you, hey, in my opinion, if you accidentally drop someone, you're an idiot. I mean, like if I, I go in on my phone and I hit drop Cooper Cup, too bad. Well, you have like, to hit drop like twice. I don't think it's right, like, and it'll confirm it. It's right. not like you can. You got to try hard. I mean, I've heard of people accidentally doing it, but I just don't get. The reason, and I also don't understand. So, what? Why doesn't this list include more people? Right. Why it's, is it it's, just it's random? Guys? And why? Can and I've it... seen him on that a couple times. Another thing, I wanted to bring up. I figured out. So I was thinking I couldn't 
um, I had an empty bench spot and I was trying to claim someone on waivers mm-hmm. and it brought me to a screen where it was basically making it look like you have to drop someone when I had the open spot. You can actually, if you just hit save, it'll look like it's not doing it. But then once you go back, it's in your pending moves. Oh, so it works. So you don't actually, yeah. So you I, didn't have to pull the guy off IR. No. Okay, good. That's what yeah. I was, that's what I thought. Okay, good. Nice. So what, what Colin did is basically he, when Javante Williams uh, went out for the season, he just flat out dropped him without claiming someone else. So then when he went to waivers uh, today and he claimed whoever he claimed, he didn't have to select anybody to drop because he already had an available roster spot. And I got confused because I did have someone on IR who is now questionable. So I was thinking the system was making me say I have a full bench, but it still did let me do it. I think if the person is eligible to be placed on like our league's IR, then you can put them on IR and you can leave them on IR until they don't have a status. Like until they're clear, like to play for that week. And then you have to pull them off IR. They won't, it won't let you add another player, but I think if their status is questionable, they can stay on IR if they were added to IR, like when they were out. But then to bring him back, if I have no spots, I would have to drop some. Right. You need to you need to clear one of your bench spots in order to bring a guy back from IR onto your active roster. So you would have to if you filled that spot on your bench, you would have to drop him. And I also didn't know, which is going to sound bad, but I didn't know you could put someone on IR if they weren't designated IR. So like if they're out for the game, right? I so yes. I just threw him on there and then picked up a defense just in case. Yes, if they are. If they are placed on the team's IR, so they are designated with the IR status, like on the ESPN app, you can place them on in the IR spot. If they are designated with the out status, you can also place them on our league's IR. Which is, I like that. Because like, yeah. so, especially if it's like, you know, someone who you don't want to get rid of, but it's just like he's out for that week. I can just yeah, pick up a scrub. good to stash him down there. Because I, th- I thought he had to be actually IR. There are two other statuses which are questionable and doubtful. And if your players are questionable or doubtful, you are not able to move them to IR. But if they're already on IR, and then they come from out and they get moved up to questionable, you can keep them on IR. You don't have to move them out like right away. You can keep them stashed down there until they don't have um, a questionable status anymore and they're good to go. Then you got to pull them back out of IR. So and, and drop someone if you don't have space, right? Right, right. So yeah, okay, that's good. We got those little things in there. A uh, little house cleaning. Is that what they sure. call it? Sure. sure, sure. Tidying up, tidying things up around the house. Got to keep it cleanly, clean and proper. <laughs> so if you guys have any questions about protocol or rules or anything like that, get them to me and we'll address them right here. You see the commission. Yep, you see the commission. You see the big guy over here. I take texts, emails, calls. You send it in the Discord group, anything. Anything. FaceTimes. Get them to me. 
All right. I think that's, that about wraps it up. All right, turn your notifications on. Turn them on. Peace. I'm Nick Humphreys. He's Colin Bernier. Peace.